Well, good morning, and welcome to Overeaters Anonymous, a vision for you, big book study. My name is Janice M., and I'm a grateful, recovered, compulsive overeater. Today is Monday, July 18th, 2016. Today we're reading from, you know, the Chapter 6, Into Action, and we're on page 83. We're, we're on the last paragraph, beginning in the promises. Um, we're going to read through four sentences, beginning with if we are painstaking, and we're going to end we, uh, the first part. We will, we will comprehend the word serenity, and we will know peace. Now, um, the readers for today on the 12 OA steps will be Ruth C., the 12 traditions, and the L., our readers for today are Lisa H., Chelsea H., and Camilla G. The reference number for yesterday for that wonderful Sunday special edition at 8.30 on um, July 17th is 8921. That's 8921. And uh, there was a presentation defining my real problem, doctor's opinion. Okay, our sole purpose, uh, I'm sorry, the OA preamble, Overeaters Anonymous, is a fellowship of individuals who, through shared experience, strength, and hope, are recovering from compulsive overeating. We welcome everyone who wants to stop eating compulsively. There are no dues or fees for members. We are self-supporting through our own contributions, neither soliciting nor accepting outside donations. OA is not affiliated with any public or private organization, political movement, ideology, or religious doctrine. We take no position on outside issues. Our primary purpose is to abstain from compulsive eating and compulsive food behaviors and to carry the message of recovery through these 12 steps of OA to those who still suffer. Our sole purpose OA's fifth tradition states, each group has but one primary purpose, to carry its message to the compulsive overeater who still suffers. At A Vision for You, Big Book Study, our message is um, that people who suffer from compulsive overeating can recover through abstinence and the practice of the 12 steps and 12 traditions of Overeaters Anonymous. I will now ask uh, Ruth C. to please read OA's 12 Steps. Thank you, Janice. Good morning, all. This is Ruth C., a recovered compulsive overeater in Atlanta. The 12 Steps of Overeaters Anonymous. One, we admitted we were powerless over food, that our lives had become unmanageable. Two, came to believe that a power greater than ourselves could restore us to sanity. Three, made a decision to turn our will and our lives over to the care of God as we understood him. Four, made a searching and fearless moral inventory of ourselves. Five, admitted to God, to ourselves, and to another human being the exact nature of our wrongs. Six, were entirely ready to have God remove all these defects of character. Seven, humbly asked him to remove our shortcomings. Eight, 
made a list of all persons we had harmed and became willing to make amends to them all. Nine, made a direct amends to such people wherever possible, except when to do so would injure them or others. Ten, continued to take personal inventory and when we were wrong, promptly admitted it. Eleven, thought through prayer and meditation to improve our conscious contact with God as we understood him, praying only for knowledge of his will for us and the power to carry that out. Twelve, having had a spiritual awakening as a result of these steps, we tried to carry this message to compulsive overeaters and to practice these principles in all our affairs. Thank you for allowing me to do service, and I pass. And thank you so much, Ruth C. Okay, I will now ask Anita L. to please read OA's uh, 12 Traditions. Good morning, everybody. This is Anita L. from outside of Philadelphia. The 12 Traditions. One, our common welfare should come first. Personal recovery depends upon OA unity. Two, for our group purpose, there is but one ultimate authority, a loving God as he may express himself in our group conscience. Our leaders are but trusted servants. They do not govern. Three, the only requirement for OA membership is a desire to stop eating compulsively. Four, each group should be autonomous except in matters affecting other groups or OA as a whole. Five, each group has but one primary purpose, to carry its message to the compulsive overeater who still suffers. Six, an OA group ought never endorse, finance, or lend the OA name to any related facility or outside enterprise, lest problems of money, property, and prestige divert us from our primary purpose. Seven, every OA group ought to be fully self-supporting, declining outside contributions. Eight, Overeaters Anonymous should remain forever non-professional, but our service centers may employ special workers. Nine, OA as such ought never be organized, but we may create service boards or committees directly responsible to those they serve. 10, Overeaters Anonymous has no opinion on outside issues. Hence, the OA name ought never be drawn into public controversy. 11, our public relations policy is based on attraction rather than promotion. We need always maintain personal anonymity at the level of press, radio, and films. 12, Anonymity is the spiritual foundation of all our traditions, ever reminding us to place principles before personalities. Thank you, and with that, I pass. And thank you so much, Anita L. This is how our meeting works. Our meeting focuses on the directions for recovery described in the Big Book of Alcoholics Anonymous. We read a paragraph or two from this literature, then stop and share on what was read. Now, anyone can share, but we ask that you keep your sharing to the topic and literature we are discussing and that you keep your share to approximately three minutes. Singleness of purpose reminds us to identify as compulsive overeaters only. Our absence requirement for moderators is one year and for readers is six months. There is no abstinence requirement for sharing on topic. 
This meeting does request that your sharing be directly linked to what was read. We are sharing what the directions in the big book mean to us. To share, just press star 1 to unmute. Now, once you have done sharing, please let us know by saying pass, then press star 1 to mute your phone. In order to have a quiet meeting, everyone's phone, except the speakers, should be muted. Okay, today we resume our study in the Big Book of Alcoholics Anonymous on page 83, the very last paragraph, if we are painstaking. I will now ask Lisa H. to please begin reading. Good morning. This is Lisa H., a grateful, recovered, compulsive overeater from Memphis. If we are painstaking about this phase of our development, we will be amazed before we are halfway through. We are going to know a new freedom and a new happiness. We will not regret the past nor wish to shut the door on it. We will comprehend the word serenity and we will know peace. Um, uh, this is, uh, there's a lot of amazing stuff, and this is just the beginning uh, of the promises. Um, but there's several words just in this short four sentences that really stand out to me. Um, and the first one is painstaking. Um, it sounds like a difficult word, but one of the things, and I looked it up, and it said um, done with great care and thoroughness. Um, and so thoroughness for me, I remember, was my goal um, to, to um, make my amends as best I could, bringing my higher power into everything that I did, getting ready for my amends, making my amends, um, making sure that I, that I was really um, thorough in the people, places, and things, those kinds of things, the amends I needed to make. Um, and then the next word is amazed. Um, and I remember constantly being amazed at this process because each time I worked a step, this sort of um, uh, weight, uh, if you will, seemed to get lighter and lighter um, on my shoulders. Um, and the other thing I was so amazed was when my mind finally cleared from being in this sugar haze, as I would call it, um, I was continually seeing in a new way um, that, of course, the next word is new. And, and that, it, said, it actually says it twice. Um, you know, new, new means not existing before um, or discovered recently. So not only was I discovering um, defects of character that I wasn't so happy about, but I was also um, looking at people, places, and things in a new way. Um, and then the last thing I wanted to, um, that just the word uh, serenity, uh, the state of being calm, peaceful, and untroubled. And I don't think I ever um, could comprehend that word before, could comprehend that state of being calm because I was always um, in fear and anxious about um, controlling the outcomes, if you will, um, and, and then one of the, and I guess the last thing I want to say is what I have come to understand is that um, God controls the outcomes, but I can contribute to those outcomes. And so my way of contributing is really being painstaking and thorough about this process. 
because now that I'm on the other side of that and living in 10, 11, and 12, the daily peacefulness and calm is like, like what I've never known. Um, and again, I, I know this is an anniversary date. Um, I want to thank you all for being here. Um, this is a tremendous blessing for me, and thank you for letting me share, and I pass. And thank you, Lisa H. Okay, what we're going to do now, um, we're going to read the last paragraph, starting with if we are painstaking, and we're going to comment our shares and focus on the very first four sentences, and we're going to end our comments with uh, the word serenity, and we will know peace on page 84. Okay, who would like to begin? This is Renata. Can I share? Okay, we have Bella and we have Renata. Renata G, and I think it's Bella G. Yes, thank you. Anyone else? Kathy K. And Kathy K. Yes. Shannon F. Who? Shannon F. Shannon? Yep. Okay, we'll take those four because we want to get into this. Shannon. Shannon S., I believe, right? Okay, Bella G., please, it's your turn. Thank you. Good morning, everybody. My name is Bella G., and I am a thankful recovered compulsive overeater. Thank you, Janice, for doing this service, and thank you very much, everybody on the line. We are going to know a new freedom. Wow, a new freedom. Yes, the big word, freedom. You know, before the program, I was in my own jail. I believe that I can be perfect. And I believe that, you know, everybody is perfect. So my life was a war. My life was a war. My goal was to reach the perfect. And I believe I I can be perfect. And every time, you know, 24-7, I just saw that I am not perfect. So I lived in jealousy, in in anger, in to be upset and disappointed, and I was blaming and judging. Today, thank you, God. Thank you, God, such a miracle that I am connected to a higher power, to God that loves me and accepts me. And yes, today I believe I am not perfect and nobody else is perfect. And today, thank you, God, I live in freedom. Thank you, God, by living the steps. One day at a time, I got connected to myself and to be aware of my feelings. And today, I have the tools to feel my feelings, either if it's happiness or if it's anger or pain. And today, I feel the freedom by not running to the food as a solution. Today, I am connected to God, and today I have the opportunity to let myself feel the feeling and to have another solution beside the food. Today, my freedom is to know and to accept that I am not perfect, and the food will not bring me to to be perfect. Thank you for letting me share, and I pass. And thank you, Bella G. Okay, Renata G., good afternoon. It's your turn. Hi, Janice. Thank you for your service. Uh, good morning, family. This is Renata G., recovered compulsive reader, calling from Istanbul. And, uh, you know, this word very meaningful to me today. I've experienced levels 
new levels of peace and serenity, you know. Um, last Friday night here in Istanbul, things were literally crazy, and there was calamity everywhere. And, um, you know, in the midst of everything, right, like hearing shootings and bombs and jets flying over the house and all of that, like a lot of calamity, I was peaceful and serene. And I know it's just because of my connection with my higher power. It's because of the constant work of these steps. Because like Belle said, before working the steps, I lived in a prison of calamity, even if things around me were okay. You know, like before working the steps, my reality were the bedevilments from page 52 every day. And now, you know, it didn't matter what was going on. I really felt at peace. I prayed. I I wanted to, you know, stay in contact with my higher power. I, you know, overlooking, like, my life, I felt like I I had no shame or guilt about anything, that I had no regrets, that, you know, it's just, like, complete freedom and I just felt so much gratitude and um you know which is totally different from the way I used to live my life before you know which was just about me and self-pity you know poor me I just moved to this country and now all this is happening you know forget about all the family suffering all of that and um you know I I was just really grateful, and I asked God how I could be service of service. You know, the person who was with me was, like, terrified. And, you know, I really, I just, I never felt so grateful for this program before. And um, as long as I continue to work the steps on a daily basis, things do not accumulate. And what a, a blessing to look over my life and not have anything to feel shame or guilt or despair about. Uh, with that, I pass. Thanks. And thank you, Renata G. Kathy Kay, it's your turn. Thank you, Janice, for your service. Good morning, everyone. This is Kathy Kay, a recovered compulsive overeater from the Boston area. And, um, you know, I've been reading these promises for 20-some-odd years, Um and it was not until I worked the steps as they're outlined here in the big book that I began to um, really understand them and appreciate them. Um, what's what's um, so um, unbelievable to me now is that they continue to have more meaning and go deeper uh, as I continue to work the steps, um, I have certainly gotten to a point um, where I am amazed at knowing peace and knowing serenity in a way that I never knew it before I started doing the work laid out in this book. Um, I I really... Uh, I know serenity today in that things happen in my life which are disturbing, and yet 
I can go to my higher power and find the strength and the gratitude to walk through what's ever happening, um, knowing that all will be well, um, which is such a contrast to what I used to experience, which was self-pity, fear, um, and just a whole lot of negativity if anything went wrong around me. Um, so it really is a miracle. These first few sentences describe a miracle that um, is available to all of us. Um, and I also know that if I stop working the steps, um, that uh, my connection to these miracles will lessen. And uh, so we're, we're all very blessed to know exactly what we need to do to stay in a place of peace and serenity. And with that, I pass. And thank you so much, Kathy Kay. Um, Kathy Kay. Uh, Shannon S., please, it's your turn. Can you hear me? Yes. Thank you. Thank you so much, Leah. Uh, Shannon, Shannon S., start one to unmute. Hi there, this is Shannon S., um, Facebook Compulsive Overeater. Um, I look at the word painstaking, and I always see this image of somebody, um, you know, digging. It's almost like they're digging for gold, and I've always envisioned the um, steps, especially steps Four through nine is like we're going through a extreme home makeover edition, and our home is our spirit. And um, so the painstaking part is that, yeah, our, our hands can feel like they're getting blistered as we're digging with that shovel, but it's worth it and to keep going and keep going until um, we literally have God take the pain, meaning t- pain's taking, um, and allow us to evolve. So I've always... Um, seeing that the painstaking process is like as much as I can get bored throughout the inventory process or um, as if I can feel like I'm a, a child um, trying to do homework when I want to go out to recess, the painstaking process is really a process I just say, you know, God help me to keep going and keep going um, because it's worth it. It's like climbing that mountain um, and to experience that freedom. So, those are just some of the thoughts that come to mind today that I thought I would share. I'm doing it all with you guys right now, and I'm just sending out some love. So that I pass. And thank you so much, Shannon. Okay, whom else would like to uh, comment on these very first four sentences? Monica, Monica. Suji, Larry, Naomi B, Reva P, Sarah W. Well, let's see. I did I hear Monica? Yep. Oh, good. Monica T is first. Then I heard. Uh, Sue G. Then Rasa. I heard. Then I heard Larry. Now who else? I heard. Rasa. I just heard Vasa. There was somebody else. Reva, Reva P. Reva P. Let's go with those Sarah five. All right, let's go. Monica T. You're up. Monica T. Press star one to unmute. 
Good morning, Janice. Good morning, everyone. My name is Monica T., and I am a recovered compulsive overeater. And if we are painstaking, if we are careful about detail, about this phase, this period of time, this period of change and development, this period of getting right with other people, we will be amazed before we are halfway through. And it was pointed out to me that this is halfway through what? You know, where am I? I'm in, nine, I'm in step nine. So before I'm halfway through doing my direct amends, I, will, I should start seeing these promises. And there's somebody unmuted. And, um, and that was my experience. After I had made a couple of direct amends, I did start seeing these promises coming through. And I wanted to zone in on, we will not regret the past nor wish to shut the door on it. You know, when I came into this program, when I started working the steps with a big book guide, you know, I did not know what I did not know. And I couldn't see what I couldn't see. You know, I was a sick addict. And I had distorted lenses. And I didn't even know they were distorted. But as a result of working through the steps, and here I've gone through one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, and now I'm working on nine, God has given me a new set of lenses. I see things differently. I have a new attitude. I comprehend things differently. I can look at things differently. And, and you know, the past is a past. I did the best I could. And it's not about, this is not about beating me, myself up. And it's not about judging myself. This was about learning and seeing, being shown things in a different way. So, you know, those things, all those experiences brought me to where I was at when I started this process. And now I do have a responsibility for my behavior and I have learned how to do things differently, you know, and I've got steps 10, 11, and 12 to keep my house clean. So, you know, and what did, what did regretting the past do for me? You know, that was just another rabbit hole to fall down into and just dig my hole deeper with regrets, you know. So if you're, if you're there, you know, this is not about beating yourself up and judging it's about get God giving you a new set of lenses so you can see things differently and see that you have a choice and we can do things differently. And with that, I'll pass. And thank you so much, Monica T. Sue G., it's your turn. Good morning. This is Sue G. from Michigan, recovered. Um, I've been told two different things, and one is that halfway through means halfway through one through four, one through nine or four through nine, and one is halfway through nine. So um, I am going to go with combining them. I have had extreme computer problems yesterday and again to this morning, and. Um, I normally, I mean, I did get stressed out, but I knew my limit. And yesterday I finally told the tech just to email me and I could take it off the main computer rather than my laptop, the instructions for how to do it, which I couldn't understand when I got them. But I find that, that was my way of dealing with it, is just calmly saying, just send it to me and I'll read it. And then I merely went along my own way 
of doing what I thought was right to try to fix it, and I eventually did. God helped me to to fix it. Um, That's something that uh, I normally would be so stressed out that I couldn't eat, that um, I would be yelling at the computer, I'd be yelling at my husband to come and help me, and I never raised my voice. And that is a new a new Sue. That's something I didn't have before before I started working the steps with vision and actually doing the steps as written. Um, I didn't have a lot of amends to make, but I make them through step ten um, now, uh, and I call people. And what I did do, though, is I did, after I thought I fixed it yesterday, which I didn't, but I did make a phone call because I needed to talk to someone. And I wasn't upset with the tech. I mean, he couldn't help it that he couldn't speak English very well. Um, and he was doing the best he could to help me, and I knew that. But I needed to calm down inside myself before I took my blood pressure. And, yes, it was up real very, very high. But I just um, went on and, and put the computer to sleep and or closed it down and uh, didn't open it up again the rest of the day uh, so I could calm down. Now that's, like I said, that's, that's a complete new way of doing things. I actually, by the end of the day, I actually had peace and serenity back. I did not have it completely going through the incident but I certainly had it by the end of the day. And uh, I just wanted to share that. With that, I pass. Happy anniversary. Thank you. Well, thank you, Sue G. Larry Kay, it's your turn. Star one to unmute. Larry Kay. Hello? Either I don't hear Larry or you don't hear me. You're being heard, Janice. Okay, again, thank you. All right, maybe Larry is having a little technical difficulty. So let's Janice, go to... Janice, I'm back. I'm there sorry. he is. Okay, I'm no so problem. Sorry. <laughs> no problem. Thanks, Janice, for your service. Uh, this is Larry Kay uh, having technical difficulties this morning. Um, you know... I don't regret the past anymore, nor do I wish to shut the door on it. I mean, what I did, just so you know, I, I hung up on myself here. Um, uh, I didn't intend to do that. That wasn't my intention. I don't, I don't regret things anymore. I can live with, a, a, in, in, with serenity and peace this morning. Um, you know, the, my past, interestingly enough, my past is my greatest ally. Um, I couldn't say that before. Um, why is that so? Because I've been through this process. Um, God has changed me. Um, as a result of this, I've had a, a, a personality change, a spiritual awakening sufficient to arrest this disease. That's one of the things that happened to me. And now the past, um, one of the ways the past is, is a great ally is I can use that and somehow with a sense of freedom, I can share that with others, people that are still in the midst of the struggle. Um, I, I, I haven't forgotten what that's like. I remember 
I'm driving right now. Um, uh, I have some appointments downstate, and um, of, uh, I'm in Illinois. And uh, I, I can remember driving, and I couldn't get very far unless I had my heroin. Can you remember? You know, I didn't actually do heroin. I hope no one thinks I did heroin, um, but that's okay. But I had my, my bag, my bakery box, my fast food bag. It was right alongside me. If it wasn't alongside me, weren't we thinking about it? Um, I plan my day around my heroin. I don't do that anymore. Someone on the line still does that. I'm sure there's, you know, statistically speaking, someone still is living that way. I remember what it was like. It's not that way anymore. This process works. <clears throat> so that's how I share my past. I don't regret, and I don't have regrets about it. That's the weird thing. I think that's another thing that God has done for me. I don't have regrets about that. Um, I'm, I'm proof positive. I'm a, a real walking, breathing, uh, former bozo, still a bozo a little bit, but, you know, someone who, um, you know, God has changed. I didn't know that God would change me, but he's changed me as the result of these steps. And now I can carry this message. I have to, but it's a delight to do it. It's delightful to do it. Does that sound crazy? But it's true. It's my truth. With that, I'll pass. Thanks. And thank you so much, Larry. Reva P., you're up. Good morning. This is Reva P., Grateful Recovered Compulsive Overeater in Toronto. Um, I love these promises, and I wanted to share because I just came back from Montreal visiting my family. And um, I wanted to share on the words new freedom, serenity, and peace, and to know to know those things, not from reading the book, not from logic or intellect, but to know those things from experience. So, you know, here we are um, coming to the um, conclusion of step nine, and um, I've learned a skill set where I remove the blocks between myself and my higher power, and I begin to change for the better uh, by working the steps thoroughly and diligently and starting to have access to a power greater than myself because I don't have power to change myself. Um, And in step 10, I just do the same thing from 4 to 9 that I learned um, in a condensed version. So I went to Montreal and I was extremely unpeaceful. Um, The nursing staff were doing it all wrong. My mother's condition is worse. It's everybody else's fault. And I need to fix this and I need to go in there and take charge. So thank you, God, for uh, Step 10, 11, 12, um, and the people in this program who are recovered, who guide me. So I did my step work thoroughly and diligently, not leaving out little pieces here and there. And it's amazing that in the midst, this is not peace and serenity and freedom because everything on the outside is working out. It's because everything on the inside is rearranged. Um, So my mother was the same the next day. The place was the same the next day. But I was able to be peaceful um, and to remember that my priority is to love my mother, show her love, tell her that I love her, um, and not medicalize her or rehab her or change the administration of this building um, and this institution. And, you know, when I do this stuff, 
I'm more peaceful and I'm not getting what was my original self-will. I'm not getting what I thought I needed and had to have to feel okay. It's almost the opposite and I feel free. Um, And that is a miracle because those words, freedom, serenity and peace, were not words that I comprehended from any experience um, before this program with that I passed. Oh, thank you so much. And, you know, thanks to everyone for the time. My goodness, we're right on time. Okay, Vasa O, please, you're up. Thank you. Good morning, everyone. Thank you, Janice, for your service. And I am grateful to have a compulsive leader calling from Foxborough, Massachusetts. It is amazing. (laughs) These promises are just awesome. Uh, Nothing has changed outside from me, but everything has changed inside of myself as I've been doing the steps the way they're laid out. They're laid out. Um, I've had a lot of good experiences and not so good experiences, but God has been always there to help me. Before coming to my program, I didn't realize how sick I was. Uh, I was really, I was really physically, emotionally, and spiritually. I Somehow I thought I was stuck there and I was going to live my life the rest of my life being into the food and and die, you know, die. And I was dying physically gradually, you know, anyways, living life, not, you know, like into the food, but really dying gradually. I just did not know what I did not know. The minute I came to my first meeting, I heard what my higher power wanted me to hear how the program worked. That gave me a lot, a lot of hope. And I love listening to the promises at the end. It was just amazing. I was so open and I was so willing. I mean, the number one promise that I I got once I surrendered, I became abstinent. Well, for 25 years I wanted to put the food. I couldn't. So God was doing to me that I couldn't do to myself. So, I mean, that was a big promise, you know. And then, gradually, everything started falling in, you know, as I was working the steps. I mean, the uh, step four was not very pleasant step, step to do, you know. But I kept on asking God, please give me the strength, give me the power. And I got through it. And the fifth step and the sixth and the seventh were really hard for me to understand the character defects, but I kept them, and I, I still, I still go back and forth and back and forth with that part, but again, you know, making the amends, every step I did, I became freer and more peaceful and more serene, so the promises are true, and I just love them, and they're here for all of us, you know, if I keep on doing what I'm doing every single day, and praying to God to just give me the, the courage and to give me the strength. So I'm so grateful to be here with all of you, and I just love the promises. And they really come true. Thank you, and I pass. Thank you, Vasa O. Uh, Sarah W., it's your turn. Good morning, Janice. Thank you for your service, and uh, happy anniversary to a vision for you. Uh, Sarah W., grateful, recovered, compulsive overeater. Um, beautiful uh, shares, and um, I could identify so much with everybody. Um, For me, um, I had such a torrid past. Um, 
you know, food was a part of it, you know, but food was my, my solution. It wasn't my problem, really. It was my solution to my problems because life on life's terms was too hard, too hard for me to deal with sober in any way, shape, or form. So, um, and, you know, I, I really made a lot of wreckage. I really hurt a lot of people, especially my children. And I just want to put in um, a note to the fact that we will not regret the past nor wish to shut the door on it. Um, some of us don't have ideal outcomes with our children or with the people around us, but we still have peace. And that's been my experience. Uh, very grateful for the program. Uh, I wanted to uh, bring us to 124 for just a moment because it's been probably the most important page in the book for me. Uh, it's in the family afterwards, and it says, We grow by our willingness to face and rectify errors and convert them into assets. The alcoholic's past thus becomes the principal asset of the family, and frequently it is the, almost the only one. And the other sentence that it has in that page, and of course the whole page has so much to it, but it says, Cling to the thought that in God's hands the dark past is the greatest possession you have, the key to life and happiness for others, where that you can avert death and misery. And, you know, I just wanted to say that my whole problem was lack of maturity, lack of the ability to accept uh, delaying gratification. And what I've come to the conclusion of today is that, you know, life is going to happen, and I can either flow with it and accept it and believe and trust that my higher power is going to walk with me through it, or I can fight like a little baby, like a little two-year-old, and say, I don't like this. I don't want to do it. I'm not going to do it. So I'm so grateful today, you know, um, and the last thing I'll say is tomorrow I start my radiation treatments, and, you know, part of me has a little bit of anxiety because I'm letting medical people deal with me, and hopefully they're doing the right thing. But on the other side of it, I know that God will walk with me through it, as will all of you, the people that have come before us and that I pass. Thank you. Well, thank you, Sarah W. Okay, anyone else would like to uh, comment on these for us? For Hi, Julie from California. All right, we, I hear. Charles H. Oh, I hear. Marie V. <laughs> I hear, I hear, I hear. I hear Anita J. I heard Charles Nancy, H. Nancy, Nancy Ara. Nancy Ara. Okay, maybe, and one more? Renee Marie P. I think I heard Renee P, P as in Peter. C as in Cat. Oh, Renee, Renee C. Let's go with those four for now and see where we're at. Anita J., it is your turn. Thank you very much, Janice. Um, good morning, everybody. With great gratitude, I say that I'm a recovered compulsive overeater from Massachusetts, and I've wanted to speak on the promises because I found this time around doing doing this work that I did in the 90s uh, in the face-to-face big book and got no results really on the promises. But uh, this time with vision, it was two years ago this very week that I found that I was recovered exactly where it said it was going to happen. I was at a convention of an organization that's spiritual, um, and I was going to have to do 
up to five amends if all five women were there. But the biggest one was a face-to-face that really required some real sincerity and a turning of my mind, which had happened, which had happened through the fourth and fifth step. And the point is, God had me run into that woman first. I hadn't even unpacked. And when I got through with that one and went down into the main room where there were 400 people, wait, wait, that's an exaggeration that keeps growing, where there were 150 people of my organization, I felt like I had done a giant turnaround on the world. And it was right then that I joined the human race. I didn't know what recovered meant, but for me it meant I am one among many now. I'm no better. I'm no worse. I'm just like everybody else, and they're just like me. And um, what an amazing feeling. Before I went to that convention, I had thought to myself, Anita, make a note. You want to talk to your sponsor about when are you going to feel recovered? When will you? Well, she's got to tell me. You know, when I got back, I called her and I said, I, I'm not going to ask you this question because I know the answer. It doesn't matter what you tell me. I've just lived it. And living a new way of life, that is what it's come down to here, given to me by this big book, but not just, you can't just read it. You've got to live it. And um, somehow the format of vision did it for me that I'm one among many all over the country and other countries. We're all doing it. And I'm, I'm so grateful. It's very hard to explain, except if you've been through it, you know, you're nodding. Yeah, we know, Anita. And um, thank you very much. And uh, with great gratitude, I pass. And thank you so much, Anita J. Charles H., it's your turn. Thank you so much, Janice. You're like one of those moderators that just, I just love sharing when you're, you're moderating because you're such a spiritual person. I love you so much, dear, and I mean that from the bottom of my heart. Um, so Charles H., a recovered compulsive overeater. Um, I don't regret the past at all. And I and I and I was a cracked out. I'm talking about cracked out of my mind. I don't regret saying that. I'm not saying that for no merits. That's just where I come from. And um, and my my favorite page in the big book is um page 58. Um and and, and with me and my sponsors and me, I, I even um suggested this to my sponsor. Look how bold I am. That's how this the instructions in this book got me bold on a daily basis. It says if you have decided what you want what we have and are willing to go to any lengths to get there, then you are ready to take certain steps. I'm ready to I'm ready to admit that without the principles in this big book I am nothing. And yesterday I was reading the medical piece of um the medical opinions of A and not just the doctor's opinion, but um the guy on the in the third paragraph was said was saying and, and, and I related it to the um the second edition. This book, Alcoholics Anonymous, the, the, the success and recovery rate, 50% to 60% as compared to the 2% or less than 2% in regular OA. And I'm not bashing it. I thank God for it. But, I, I, you know, this crackhead had to come 
to the big book and, and study, the, not read it, study it, study it and apply it. You could, I could read all I want. If I read this big book. I used to read the big book and go to sleep. Now I study the big book and I'm alive and lost dreams are awakened. Now I could, Monday morning, I'd be in some crack house for real. And I, I don't regret that because that, my path, and thank you, Sarah, for saying that. We're with you, sister. We love you. Um, on page 124, my, my darkest path, and I'm paraphrasing, is my deepest possession. I got to remember where God has delivered me from. I got to remember I was a stone-cold, disgusting crackhead. Now, I'm a respectable member of society that care about everybody, even my enemies. And with that, I pass. Thanks. Mm. Thank you so much, Charles H. Okay, Nancy Ara. Hi, thank you so much. Good morning, my man. My name is Nancy Ira. I'm a grateful, 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 grateful member of uh recovered member of Ovidas Anonymous and I was just compelled to speak on uh we will know we will not regret the past. I um last week was just uh, a very tumultuous uh week for me outside of the uh anguish of the outside world, uh, in my church, uh, my spiritual haven. All hell has broke, I just broke loose, and I was at a church meeting, and uh, uh, it was almost, it was deja vu because I've been in a situation like this several times, but thanks be to God, uh, this program has uh, given me a new way of looking at things. I had been at a meeting uh, the week before, and a girl had said something that no matter what happens, it's for a purpose. And I saw all the turmoil going on and people, uh, you know, relationships being broken and self-will running riot, and I didn't open my mouth. I mean, the know-it-all, fix-it-all Nancy did not open her mouth because I've learned when people are angry, they don't listen. So I have no amends to make. Uh, All I can do is pray for the situation. Uh, The turnout will be the way it is the higher power wants it. And I have no control. I can feel bad. I can talk about it. Uh, but I have no, uh, I don't have to make an amends because I'm not trying to change anybody. I'm, trying, I'm not trying to make anybody see things my way. Uh, and that's, I mean, that's new behavior. That is new behavior uh, for me. And it's all due to this program. This program has taught me that there's a power in charge, and, and, and the power's name is not Nancy. So I was able to look at that situation and uh, through new eyes and uh, reflect on how I had handled previous situations, you know, getting my caucus going, you know, getting the caucus going to to uh, uh, push for the uh, solution that I think is the correct. Not today. Not today. Not today. I know better. Thank you so much for letting me share. And thank you so much for sharing. Uh, Renee C., it's your turn. Good morning. This is Renee C. from outside of Philadelphia, grateful, recovering, compulsive overeater, and thank you for your service. Happy anniversary to Vision. This has been the greatest blessing, I think, in my life in the last eight, nine months, ten months that I've been listening and working the steps to the best of my ability. And what I wanted to hone in on is we are going to know a new freedom and a new happiness 
and we will not regret the past nor wish to shut the door on it. You know, I am so much a work in progress. This is telling me in this big book, this wonderful, divinely inspired big book, that if I work steps four through nine and live and work and breathe steps 10, 11, and 12, I will be amazed. And I have to look back and say, I really am amazed at what has happened in my life and the gratitude I feel, not just for the physical abstinence, but for the fellowship, for my higher power, for all the blessings that I've been given. I've had a really painful, emotionally filled weekend, very painful regarding my relationship with my husband. And uh, and I go for an MRI today and then tomorrow more chemotherapy. So I just have so much gratitude to this Vision for You meeting, everyone on it. And I think my time is probably drawing to a close. I love you all. I haven't met most of you, but I really feel from my heart like you are my family. And we understand each other in a way that no one else can. And with that, I will pass. Thank you. And thank you so much. Okay, I think that Marie V, are you still there? You can wrap us up in a couple of minutes if you would. Marie V? I'm here, and I would love to share. Thank you. Please go ahead. Uh, you know, I'm Marie, a compulsive eater, and uh, I am recovered. Um when I came to this program many, many years ago, I was looking for something. I didn't know exactly what. I thought that if I were thin, everything would be all right. Uh, I never was looking for the promises that I'd never even thought of the things that the promises make, that are made in the promises. And after sticking around for many years and taking these steps, learning to apply them, learning to live them until they become an automatic part of my working mind, I came to know the promises. I came to experience them in my life. I came from a screaming maniac to a person that knows peace and serenity. I came from a woman that cursed like a drunken sailor to a woman that rarely, if ever, curses today. From a person that felt hurt, deep hurt from even the slightest little look to a person that says it's okay, to a person, from a person that couldn't admit a mistake, to a person that can laugh at herself today. God is great. The program is great. I'm so grateful that my friend 
turned me on to a vision for you. I lost sight of my program for a while, and I found it again in a vision for you. Long live a vision for you. Thank you, my family. I'm grateful to be a recovered member of the vision for you and the program. I pass. And thank you so much, Marie V. Yes, the miracle of Vision for You group, because we study the steps in the big book. Thank you to all of you, everyone that shared and those that were listening. Please join us. You'll have time to share on the next meeting, the second unrecorded hour of study immediately following the Serenity Prayer. So, Chelsea, would you please read A Vision for You? Our book is meant to be suggestive only. Sure will. Thank you, Janice. Thanks for your service. Good morning, everybody on the line. Chelsea H., Recovered Compulsive Eater for today. Our book is meant to be suggestive only. We realize we know only a little. God will constantly disclose more to you and to us. Ask him in your morning meditation what you can do each day for the man who is still sick. The answers will come if your own house is in order. But obviously you cannot transmit something you haven't got. See to it that your relationship with him is right, and great events will come to pass for you and countless others. This is the great fact for us. Abandon yourself to God as you understand God. Admit your faults to him and to your fellows. Clear away the wreckage of your past. Give freely of what you find and join us. We shall be with you in the fellowship of the Spirit, and you will surely meet some of us as you trudge the road of happy destiny. May God bless you and keep you until then.